You are listening to The Introverted Black Girl. <laughs> hey guys, if you would like, you can follow me on Instagram at IBG Podcast and on Twitter at The IBG Podcast. And also follow me on YouTube. And to the people that have already followed me on YouTube, thank you very much. I'm very appreciative for my modest following. And I welcome anyone else who would like to join. Again, thank you guys for listening to my rants and my thoughts, my randomness. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, now on to the podcast. Hello. (laughs) I'm actually eating panda, so it sounds a little weird. Panda Express. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, But I love Panda Express. However, I don't like the customer service of places like Panda Express, but I guess people would be like, well, then what do you expect, bitch? It's fast food, like, you expect, like, five-store service. No, I don't, but, like, it would be nice to have, like, a decent experience sometimes when I go out and spend my money. Well, spend M's money. (laughs) I would like to have a good time when I use her car to buy food. Because I'm broke. Anyway, I just wanted to talk today about black women and how we just treat each other like shit. I'm, I'm saying this because I get treated like shit from black women. And I understand that with any group of people, there's bound to be some kind of conflict. So I'm not trying to say, oh, like, what, you expect black women to just love all black women? No, but I also don't want there to be some type of um, specific treatment towards a certain population of people just because of your preconceived notions, neither. Like, what I'm trying to say is that I feel that black women purposefully treat other black women badly without having a reason to. Because of society's perception of what we are, who we are, how we act and what they think we might do to them, or do to each other, I should say, because I'm I'm a black woman. Um, So, I just don't understand, like, how this stereotype that wasn't even created by us, of black women being mean, um, troublemakers, a loud mouth, low down duck face pose, (laughs) according to Chris Brown. Well, he didn't say we low down, but he did say we duck face or some 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 crap like that. He said. But anyway, what I'm saying is that this stereotype that was given to us, this label, labeling of characteristics that was placed onto us, that wasn't even something that we came up with. Society came up with that for us. So now here we go as black women taking it upon ourselves to act on these given labels and treat each other badly. And it's ridiculous. And it's like, I, un- I understand why the black girl behind the register would look at me and just automatically think I'm a troublemaker because that's what society has fed her to think. Mm-hmm. However, at what point do we start to take responsibility for how we choose to react to these stupid labels or these stupid societal pressures to treat each other like shit? And I believe that we are pressured to treat each other like shit because the pressure is actually coming from us 
<laughs> or it's coming from the fear, I should say, that if we start to treat each other nicely or we start to show unity amongst each other, then we fear that we're going to be grouped with each other. And for some reason, two ignorant-minded blacks, when we're grouped up with each other, then we form ghettos. We're hood now. Oh, too many, too many blacks. Also, with being grouped up with each other, the problem with that is that black people see value in separation. You know what she just said? That's so true. That when I see Asian populations, Asian, com com uh, Asian communities here in New York, Indians, or even Italians, I've never heard any of them say, too many Italians, there's too many Asians. There's too many Indians. But I guess people would argue, well, they don't have your attitude. <laughs> Can't win. But you understand my point. I hope that there's somebody out there that catches my drift. It just seems that every other culture loves each other. Other cultures love each other. I said that already. They enjoy each other's yeah, company. Oh, yes. Them get it. Yes. That's the plan. Em wants y'all to really feel that. <laughs> she wants y'all to know. It's just, it's, it's hard to live in New York City and see how everyone else operates and then having to deal with people like us and, and know that there's a large chance that we're gonna get treated badly. I've, and then people are gonna say, oh, that's not true. That's not true. But I've heard black people with their own mouths say that they don't want to be in certain places because there's too many blacks. <laughs> so I've heard people say that that's the reason why they don't want to go to HBCUs, too many black people. So I guess you'll say, then what about the people who are in HBCUs? There's still this division. <laughs> there's a divide between who's ghetto and who isn't and it's and it's hard because it's it's like this blurred lines i know you want it hey i know you want it that blurred line song but there's these blurred lines when it comes to the kind of black you are now you know are you the one that's gonna give me a problem are you the one that's cultured and you read did you graduate from school? And then it's, oh, what school did you graduate from? You know, that type of thing. So what happens is that black women, because these lines are so blurred, and I'm calling out specific, I'm calling black women out specifically because of, because of the situation I went through today. And as you can see, like, I'm all like disheveled. I can't get my words out. Well, I usually have trouble. I usually have trouble getting my words out, but today, especially, I'm a little bit more upset. So these blurred lines are there and that's why it's hard for women, black women, to figure out who fits in what category. So what happens is that they just let it out on everybody. Anyone that's black is just gonna get it because I think that you all gonna fall into the ghetto category, category and I feel like you're already gonna come with this attitude. So I'm gonna give you that attitude first. You know what I'm saying? And this is not to say that there aren't some black women who 
do have this harsh attitude and who is very aggressive. All I'm asking is that you give someone a chance to show who they are, please. Then react if you must. You know what I'm saying? But golly, give me, let me do something to you first. Like, what did I do to you? It's unfair. And that's what, it, this all goes back to, this all goes back to how I feel about activism. And I know you're probably like, what? <laughs> how did I jump from there to there? Because I feel like with activists who are fighting against injustices, tend to focus on and I shouldn't say we because I'm I, I don't consider myself a black activist so what I'm saying is that when black issues are discussed it's usually discussed on this macro level what is everybody else doing to us and then when we do try to save like when we when they do try to address blacks and how we operate with each other it usually just stops that oh everybody started business Everybody, let's build the wealth of blacks. Um, let's shop black. Let's support black things. You know what I mean? And let's try to just unify. Unify. But it, it's, usually, it's usually towards those ideas. But what about how we treat each other socially on a one-on-one -on -one basis? I want to... I want to... I want to explore if there's a possibility that there can be some kind of focus on how we treat each other just daily. How we can get rid of these, 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 uh, I don't know, attitudes and feelings towards one another that aren't warranted because we choose to treat each other like shit because of what we think we might do to each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just horrible because we already have to deal with that from others, you know, other people who are just just as small minded and ignorant as those who think and behave this way, who so happen to not look like us. So like what 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 positivity can that bring when we're doing it to each other and then we have to deal with it out there? Like, oh, we hear about all oh, microaggressions in the workplace. How about the fact that those microaggressions for me have mostly come from black people? You know what I mean? Microaggressions. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me be clear. I've gotten a whole lot of microaggression from white people, especially at NYU, even Asians. So let me be clear. So I'm co I'm constantly coming at their necks for that, right? But the problem is that I live in a predominantly black neighborhood, and. The issue is that when I just go outside, I'm already faced with a whole bunch of microaggressions from black people. And it's become such a normal thing that I I think that a lot of us become desensitized to it. So we kind of expect it and we kind of look at it like it's just a daily, it's just another day here. You know what I mean? But it's, it's not right. Because everybody's talking about microaggressions. I see it a lot, it happens a lot with predominantly black neighborhoods. So that's what I experience. And black men, y'all already know how I feel. <laughs> y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
you know, but black women, it's a lot. We do, we do a lot to each other. And I know that you probably, like, look at yourself, like, you're going to sit here, like, people listening to me and you're a black woman, you're going to say that you don't look at certain black people and be like, oh, it's going to be a problem today. Because <laughs> I know I do. I do. And it's not right. I look at black people and be like, it's going to be a problem because of how I think. But the difference is, is that I try to check it and I do not react on it because we're constantly we as human beings period we have to constantly check ourselves for these biases that would cause us to treat each other like crap so we must take responsibility and hold ourselves accountable for acting on these things because it's not going to get us anywhere and it's just mean so i just want to challenge Anyone that is listening to this podcast, whether or not you're a black woman, white man, I know y'all be listening. I see you. <laughs> white woman, Spanish woman, Spanish men, black men, um, Indians, Asians, anyone. I just want to challenge everybody to check your biases check your preconceived notions about people and your attitudes and try to give people a chance because sometimes what ends up happening is that you might get slapped okay all right thank you em <laughs> and get punched in the face y'all be playing with the wrong but, people and they be doing stuff to the wrong people <laughs> And be shown those microaggressions. <laughs> and then when you somebody can't. fly over the counter and slap the shit out of them, <laughs> then they'll get it. <laughs> but I'm saying that they're going to they, they meet the wrong individual. You the see, wrong that's one. why I treat y'all the way I do. Because, like, look what you saying. Just no. what I was just listen, <laughs> Just what I was about to change my mind and listen to what you read a black girl had to say. Yeah. <laughs> then you want to talk about you want to fight me? Like, what is it? That's why I treat every bitch that come through this store that's black like shit. All y'all niggas, y'all want y'all all y'all want orange chicken. I'm gonna give y'all two pieces of chicken <laughs> and four grains of rice. Oh, you want a Big Mac? I'm gonna forget the burger. It's gonna be lettuce, cheese, and mac sauce on a bread for all y'all black bitches. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen, um, please try, please. Actually, here's an activity for you guys. And I don't want you to share this activity with anybody unless you really have to. But I, I think that it's, it, it would mean more if you just do it with yourself. Pause. <laughs> I want you to just sit down. You're probably already sitting. Take this moment, take a deep breath. Inhale in and exhale out. And I want you to answer this question to yourself. What do I feel when I see a black woman? I want you to take note of what that feeling feels like when you see a black woman come in a store and don't and don't try to put into your head, oh well, depends on what she looked like. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine Lakeisha walks in. Bon Quisha. And, you know, the ghetto black girl. And sorry. 
if, if there's a Lucretia listening. That's just how society views people who are named that, unfortunately. I know this for a fact because my mom chose a name that was European for me because she was afraid of how I would be treated if my name was something else. You're saying. My mom chose names for all of us, all of my siblings, to ensure that we wouldn't have a problem when we put our names on a resume. It was really discussed in the house. Like, it is, it is what it is. I have a very common white name. That's my first name. But anyway, I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel? That's what I want you to do. And if it's a negative feeling, I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Ask yourself, did the person do anything to you? Do you know the person? Are you comparing the person to a person you had um, some type of interaction with in the past? And then that would help you to figure out whether or not your feeling is warranted. And if those answers are, no, this person didn't do anything to me, or yes, this person reminds me of somebody in the past, those answers don't give you a right to treat somebody badly. You know, give people a chance. Give, a, give someone a chance to show you who they are. They always say, once a person shows you who, who they are, believe them. It's like, yeah, I want to skip to the, to the believe them part <laughs> before they showed you who they were. Because I don't know, that, that saying to me in itself, is, it, it has like a negative um, underlying like, tone to me. It's like, oh, once a person shows you who you are, believe them, believe that shit, believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be careful with using that saying. But uh, it's like, I want you guys to just not react to people based on how you feel but maybe try to act on actions that's all okay guys before I sound or continue to say or sound stupid let me get off this podcast for tonight okay thank you for listening until next time bye you are listening to the introverted black girl (laughs) 